Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sonic Talk, episode 748, recording today, Wednesday, the... Oh, what is it? It's the 1st of March. Oh, no. Is it Day. Yes, 1st of March. Uh, so the, uh, is that the eyes or the eyes the other end? I can never remember. Anyway, uh, infamy, infamy. They've all got it, infamy, in the immortal of, of Kenneth William. Beware of the Ides of March. Yes, well, it seems that way. Uh, welcome, everybody. This is the Sonic Talk podcast. We talk about everything to do with music technology. And we're, uh, we're, there is actually quite a lot to talk about this week. In fact, there was so much, I forgot one of the major topics to send to our guests, which I will have to spring on them live, which uh, will be an interesting exercise. Uh, for those of you who uh, are watching, um, that, thanks for joining us on IRC, on Twitch, and uh, um, YouTube live streaming. In fact, what's really cool at the moment um, we haven't had the comments working for a little while. Um, we've got them back up. I want to say big thanks to Wagyu for sorting that out. Uh, the code was actually written by uh, Mr. Dom Hawkin, who, as we know, recently passed. And it's uh, it's great to see it being brought back to life and a testament to his brilliant work. So he can continue to be involved uh, forever, which I think is kind of quite beautiful in many ways. So um, not, to, not to dwell on it too much, but, uh, you know, it's great that we're all back together. All of the communities can talk to each other via the, the chats and everything so hopefully everything is good so if you've got any questions for the panel we may get round to some this week but there's actually quite a lot of stuff to talk to talk about so maybe not uh, before i go there i want to tell you a little bit about uh what's been going on we've just got the uh third wave from groove synthesis in for review uh i posted a little video on patreon and so if you want to uh, check it out, please do join us on Patreon. In fact, I'll play the ad because that's what I have to do, really. It's, uh, my boss tells me that I must do these things, so I'm going to. Have you considered joining us on Patreon? Uh, it's a really mere $550 a month, which is what? A a nice cup of coffee and for that you'll get exclusive videos in fact we've got uh, some uh, chat of me and Gaz talking about uh, a set of speakers that we've had in for a listen not for review but they're 10 grand astonishing they sound if you want to find out more check out Patreon it'll be up in the next few days or so you also get uh, Sonic Talk ad free as well as pre-show stuff in there you get exclusive videos you get occasional sample sets and downloads and there's a whole bunch of other benefits besides if you get in quick at the upper level you'll be able Able to see your name in the end credits of this very show. Once again, we thank you very much for your support, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Yeah, so you could tell how old that is because there has been some other stuff then since then. Uh, not only have we, uh, I've had the uh, third wave in, which I posted a uh, sort of sounds flip and a kind of questions because obviously it's a massive synthesizer and I'm not going to get time to, to to review it very quickly. So if you ha have any areas you want me to explore, I will or I will try to. Uh, I've also posted the uh, Korg drum log review, which was this week. There's also, uh, gosh, what else was there? Oh yeah, the SH4D. <laughs> I nearly forgot about that as well. But anyway, Anyway, let's get on to our guests because we have, I'm sure they're gagging to get going. So we'll start off with Paulie, uh, Paulie Alex Bow there, who is from... Never gets tired, that. Never gets tired, uh, if you check that I'm out. It's, bizarrely, Magical Synth Adventure 3216. I'm not sure why it's got those numbers on the end, but uh, you can find them on YouTube. No In fact, you did a really great... Um, uh, part two of your favourite reverbs, so uh, your video stuff is great. So uh, how, how have you been? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Um, been quite busy getting the next episode ready, um, which will all be about really early 1980s software synths. 
Um, because there were, there oh, were the some really ones. interesting ones. No, they're actually, <laughs> they've got like four voice poly and variable waveforms and filtering and PWM and stuff like that. So it's going to be quite, um, quite interesting to hear those early eighties, uh, software synths. And the other thing is I've, uh, I've got a live date booked in my only one so far <laughs> this year. I know. So it's going to be. Surprise, surprise, as part of an Amiga event, which is happening in July the 1st. It's a big expo. And afterwards, there's going to be um, what's called the recap party. So there's going to be four different people. Um, I'm doing my, my kind of live set stuff. There's going to be a couple of DJs who use old computers to DJ on, which is very interesting. Um, and also a guy who uses like Game Boys to make music. So... If you want to find out the details, if you go to www.amigashow.com slash recap. Um, and even if you don't like old computers, if you just want to come and see me live uh, in July, then then please do that. And it's it's just going to be a bit of fun, I think. Just a nice way to dip my toe back into live music after, you know, nice. after having a baby and being... <laughs> completely frazzled <laughs> i need I, okay the the chat room are challenging you on any software synthesizers pre-1990 so uh, have you got any names okay. for 80s ones yeah aegis sonics so a-e-g-i-s aegis okay. and then sonics s-o-n-i-x that's one right okay and it's four nice. voice poly as i said it's it's got filtering and everything <clears throat> so there we go Right. Okay. Well, that's a, don't that's challenge what me, chat. Don't challenge me. A teaser. Me. A teaser. You know <laughs> well, hopefully we can. If now you now you perform there, we can persuade you to come to the next imam because our current yeah. imam, uh, which is obviously next uh, Saturday, uh, imam yes. two uh, is live. Uh, I will. I have actually. Oh, let's do it. Why not? I'll, I'll plug it again just because I can. Uh, we're going to be live streaming it, but if you can make it, do come along. Where there are still tickets of, uh, left, but there will be going fast in this last week, we think, and we do have limits. And I, uh, no, I'm not just saying that because we we haven't sold any tickets. We actually have sold quite a lot of tickets, so that's all good. Um, so. All right, and our next guest, of course, Mr. Gaswaldo Williamson. I, I don't know why yes. I said that. It just felt appropriate somehow. How are you guys? Oh, okay. nice. Hello. Wow, <laughs> ready. I didn't know you were so ready, Gas. I'm, I've never been cool. more ready, I swear. Yeah. Excellent. Well, you're playing next Saturday. I'm really looking forward to that as the bad yeah. work. Or is it bad work bad or the bad work? Bad workman. Bad workman. Bad workman. Yeah. yeah. I've just done two so far now as bad workman. They're on my YouTube channel, so please check them out because it's a sort of yeah. journey I've tried to chronicle with my little Adventures in Eurorack series. So now actually getting a few more gigs under my belt and I've got a real kind of, I love it. That last one that I played at the Bristol event that we all play since event. Now, that's a really great EMOM event that happens in Bristol. Uh, not quite sure what the regularity of it is, but, you know, they are. it is an ongoing thing. At a new venue called Dare Shack, and that place is super cool. It's got a, um, it's got a really sophisticated DB uh, PA system. So I think, I can't remember if there's eight points or something, but you can do full 3D audio in there. Uh, they don't do that for the 
we all play synth event yet. Hopefully they will in the future. Um, but what was quite interesting there was, though, it meant that anywhere you were in the venue, you had exactly the same sound because it was coming at you from all around. Uh, so quite interesting for for these kind of synth-based events. I think Dare Shack is a new venue for the We All Play Synths um, and worked beautifully. So I recommend uh, keeping an eye on that because uh but yeah but please everyone a- anyone who's interested check out my progress because uh, i'm gonna try and film every gig or as most gigs that i can do um, we'll be filming this one don't worry yes <laughs> you'll be it'll be fully documented yeah <laughs> i can't wait i cannot wait i'm uh, i'm gonna yeah i'm yeah i'm feeling good about it i've been practicing quite a lot I'm, and um, i'm having pa inadequacy now because we've only got a pair of mackie uh, srm mark twos or whatever they are which were uh, sound really good but then yeah. they're just too they're just stereo source uh that that's one thing i mean what i'm a great engineer yeah yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that we will, uh, if we can continue to do these and maybe pick up some of the sponsorship, we might be able to invest in a better PA. That means that we can bring it into various systems and do. That's what I'd like to be able to do. But wow. uh, at the moment, where we are is really peachy just because of access and space backstage. It's really perfect for the way that uh, we want to operate. So, uh, yeah. And also on a Saturday night, getting out of the, because the, the, uh, the, the Bristol ones are generally in the weekday, so and which is easy if you've got a load of people from the same city who could come yeah. but when we're bringing people from all over the place it's quite hard for them to get there in a weekday so there's all sorts of logistical reasons why we're doing that but. i mean what was cool at that event was it was really well attended and uh the Froome event that you came to the uh the breeze mm. block meets that was kind of well attended as well given the small uh the small mm. venue but um so it's quite exciting and they're not necessarily just synth people coming as well both of those ones yeah. that I've played at, uh, it's just sort of people who are interested in music. So uh, exciting times. That's what I've been trying to do. That's why our posters are always kind of, that's that's why it says live electronic music at the top in big letters so that when I put the posters up on bus stops and wherever as I can put them, that, you know, they that, that's the thing that grabs you, hopefully, you know, that, oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. But uh, great. Anyway, well, lovely to have you folks. Um, I'm just trying to think where we should, should we start with the SH4D? Should we just get that out of the way? Because then we don't Might have well. to kind of... Uh, might as well right i'm gonna to have to just uh, i need to navigate that because it got slotted in at the last minute so i need to i need to press a button uh which will be that one and then i think it's this one yes that's it so this is andy uh from a uh, pinblock from uh roland uh who came down and gave us a presentation on the sh4d which is roland's new I mean, I think they can call it a groove box. For some reason, they're not calling it a groove box, but I guess that's probably because they're trying not to take any anything away from the groove boxes they sell as groove box. SH4D, uh, four parts synth with 60 voices plus a rhythm part. Actually, quite tidy. Um, not weirdly, not Zencore. Although it's Zencore at its heart, it's not Zencore compatible, so it doesn't compete with, doesn't work work in the Zencore world. So, which seems like a quite an oversight if I'm honest but all that good USB uh, connectivity or you know where all the parts come out individually so you can access it it's got I think it's 10 outputs so you've got mix plus the five parts so 12 that would be so all of the good things and it sounded okay I mean it didn't blow me away in the room but 
response has been amazing to it. I mean, it's amazing. I think it's about five, four, nine UK pounds. Not sure where it is. Um, so yeah, it's an interesting. It's it's a Zen. It's a sort of Zen core. It's all digital with, but not. Well, full Zencore. I'm going to come to you first, Paulie, because you yeah. were, you know, you did the five minutes with uh, the SH, uh, the MC101, which yeah. is Zencore. You know, you are obviously Zencore, yeah. What do you think? And and that that synth, although great, hits a price point very portable. It's not particularly easy to use, even for me, the um, the UI masochist that I am, because I program DX7s and things like that. Um, you have to get quite a lot of muscle memory to do that partial tone editing. It's kind of kind of like a editing a D50 from the 80s. So for them to put those sounds, and I, I really do rate the the Zencore engine for um, variety. You know, you've got things like sync and VA waves and PCM waves and stuff like that. Ring mod, I love ring mod. Um, I think it's great that they've put that in a package that is a bit more accessible and they've tarted it up with a, a couple of sexy features like wavetables and whatever that thing yeah. was where there were bouncing balls on the screen um oh, that's yeah, gonna sell that's gonna sell a load of them on its own isn't it the bouncing well we, balls actually we, what we didn't demonstrate it doesn't have a d beam it has d motion you press d motion yes. and you pick it up and move it around nice i mean why would you I ever do that the, with, leads, with leads hanging out of it but it, that is also a thing i mean it just seems a curious <laughs> uh, curious addition uh, I think, you know, it's a bit quirky, isn't it? And people like quirky and, and people that might buy this in addition to either the 101 or the 707 because it's mm. accessible. You know, a lot of yes. people pay top dollar for accessible synths, even if the engine is quite similar. Um, but yeah, that said, I thought it was a good price point. It has a great number of features, decent polyphony, so you can do a whole track on it. Um, I, I think it's, uh, you know, like sometimes chefs cook a meal and instead of being a weird meal on MasterChef or something, they do something that's a crowd pleaser. I think this is mm. Roland's crowd pleaser, just something that's palatable for lots of people who right. want to dip their toes in Roland's digital waters. I'm going to use that dip their toe, dip your toe in digital waters. That's going to be in for the touch show title while Gaz uh, while Gaz writes uh, writes his uh, gives us his opinion on this. Just, uh... <laughs> well, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I think Paulie's absolutely spot on there. This, I think, I mean, what's the price point? What's about five hundred and something pounds? Five four nine. Five four nine. 60, No polyphony. What, what's really interesting, I think, is that. You can see it as an evolution of something that arguably the Monotron <laughs> started and it's, well, in recent times. And what I mean by that is, you know, Monotron to Volkers or Volkers to Boutique. Volkers inspired that small format. Then Roland came back with a boutique and then the various boutiques as have grown. And then this is like, this isn't a boutique. It's a it's a different form factor. We've not seen it before. Mm. I'm curious to see if this form metal factor, case. I'd like to add metal case. Yeah, it runs on batteries. Mm. You know, it, you know, it doesn't mm. have a sort of a useless speaker. Um, I, I like speakers on. <laughs> I like speakers on devices, but they've got to be good. You know. Yeah. Like, Volcom X. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> I honestly, my goodness. Yeah, I, I mean unbelievable um but yeah uh but but 
a very, very capable synth. And I think it's good they're not using the term groove box. I've railed against the term groove box in many ways because I think it's... Were you there on the picket line? In- I, yeah, I, yeah, I have. I have. And, uh, I've been pushing uh, concepts of just infinity boxes because I like the idea that things can, you know, are not constrained to sort of making dance music. Groovebox suggests that it, it comes from that, you know, when dance music was so dominant and DJ culture, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. It just feels like it's a bit of a dated term. And I think yeah. that um, this is, this is so much more capable of, you know, so many things. Um, I mean, if you were, uh, if it was your sole synthesizer, imagine that. Um, You could go a lot of places with it. My my hunch is that it will become Zencore along the way with some sort of, you know, I think maybe they might not be Mm. doing that at first, but after a while they'll kind of go, okay, it is Zencore. Yeah, but they've got got to be really careful because they're going to end up in the situation you do with a DAW, which is kind of like, okay, we have to add all these features, and then suddenly it becomes really cumbersome because they'd have to go back and reintroduce the ability to control this new custom filter that's been built for this and maybe a different memory architecture that's been built for this, and then Zencore starts to become bloated because it's supporting all these little kind of satellite things that aren't at its, you know, at the core yeah. of the Zencore. So they have to be careful. I, I, I think it just kind of maybe makes it a bit cleaner for marketing just, to, at, you know, when you launch it. It's just, this is what it is. It's a little standalone music making device. Yes, you can run it on batteries. Mm. Yes, there's actually a load of quality drum sounds in there. Very capable. Yes. I mean, you know, but, uh, but it's, it still is kind of just a 64-step sequence. So there isn't really a lot you can do no. with it, you know, compared to what we've been seeing with some other sequences. And no samples. You know? No samples. No like samples. Well, certainly not yet. I'd, I'd imagine that. Look, there's 11 engines in there, isn't there? You know, and this whole kind of thing is something that we've seen getting more and yeah. more popular. The Micro Freak certainly had it, you know, yeah. uh, Native Instruments Platts, this multi-oscillator mm. approach, and also Korg with its, uh, um, what's that platform called that Korg are using for? Yeah, the, uh, for, I, SDK, I Log SDK, yes. I think it's called. Right, yeah, there we go. So it leaves it kind of creates a product that you can it's open to expand isn't it i'm almost certain that you know after a few months of it being out like this oh you could do an update and then add a whole you know a whole more you know a whole bunch more engines i, I can see that yeah, oh, yeah. big big cool. news new oscillator type for sh4d yeah. you know there we go. So it just yeah. i mean it's it's ma- it's made for publicity isn't it it's made for yeah. and marketing yeah. i suppose yeah that makes sense that yeah. makes sense okay well i don't want to dwell too much on it i do have to say i can't work i can't do too late today because i've got to have to get out of dodge uh quite sharpish after the show but um let me quickly play uh, a message from our friends over at isotope Ozone 10 is the future of mastering. The new version includes Master Assistant, match your master to any reference file or files. Also, the Stabilizer module in advance adds clarity with intelligent and adaptive mastering EQ. Also included is the Impact module in advanced, which enhances the rhythm by controlling microdynamics. Don't forget the code SONIC10 at isotope.com forward slash SONICTALK to save an additional 10% off any software purchase, not including subscriptions. 
Yes, and if you head over to isotope.com forward slash Sonic Talk, there's a special landing page which gives you instructions on how to claim your 10%, which very often does well. In fact, every, in every instance, as far as I can tell, also applies to any sale items mm. uh, apart from subscriptions. So, yeah, well worth That's a nice little tidy bit of discount code. Thanks very much to them for supporting the show. Right, Paulie, you 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 sent me the quip that, was, that you had uh, spent a lot of time researching the show, so I'm going to ask you what topic you'd like to see next in order of the amount of work you've put in so I don't disappoint you by not getting around to your topic. How does that sound? <laughs> uh, the new Soma. The new Soma. The new Soma. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's fair enough. Right, yeah. well, let's go to that. Uh, what's that? <laughs> Let me just find it. Uh, <clears throat> that's not a problem. That is uh, button number six. Number six, come in, please. This week's exciting. Last time we saw you at uh, Superbooth, you had uh, a kind of prototype version of the Terra, and this is now very close to production. Is that right? Yes, really. So this is uh, how uh, mass production Terra uh, will look. So, uh, so yeah, I, I'm going to go to the so end bit. This, uh, a lot of people commenting that this is like uh, that Terra this is, causes yeah, uh, male pattern baldness and makes you affects your eyesight. Yeah. <laughs> so play the thing and get it. Yeah. Playing program. So was, we actually had a, a, a touching jam at the end. And what I have to say, um, right before we go, this is the Soma Terra. We have seen this announced, but we were fortunate because we went over to we, we spoke about it. We went over to Warsaw and met up with the gang and had a factory tour and had a look at this. And this is the first time the actual production unit is out. It's no longer kind of carved, hewn out of a rough slice of tree because obviously <laughs> if you did that, as soon as it heated up, the whole thing's going to warp. It'll split and it'll just be a nightmare. Yeah. And that's fair enough i mean you know so they've they've had to do it in proper cabinet making ways which is you 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 put yeah anyway they've done that so um what is it about this that uh, you find interesting paulie sure um firstly it's the tactile nature of it mm. i think you could treat you could come in it as a musician from very very different ways you could come in it with existing keyboard skills or you could come at it more from a kind of drumming kind of angle if you get me, because it feels like a very yeah. complete kind of earthy kind of, you know, you could have like a drumming circle, but with these instead, you know, and people just like playing <laughs> sort of quite interesting things. But what what interested me was the algorithms in it, um, because mm. I'm a bit of a fan of unique digital synthesis algorithms. I kind of chase them down, you know, either from old, old digital junk I buy because it's unique in some way. It does something with oscillators or something, or new stuff. And this one seems to have a hybrid of FM, additive, subtractive. And I, I looked at the manual, and there were two algorithms that really stood out to me. So the first one was a combination of FM with a wave folder and a high-pass filter in a feedback loop. That's got to be right. interesting, okay. especially That's with that good. feedback loop. That does loop. sound interesting. The second one, the, that sounds boring compared to the second one I found. It was, um, it has notes born from feedback. So it's it's your feedback, your kind of microphone or whatever, uh, built into the instrument, I believe, fed through bandpass filters, accumulated in the delay lines. And it's like a mic feeding back at a show, but we've taught it to play notes. So, yeah. I'm going to be, uh, I don't know where I'll get to demo one, probably like a synth show or something like that, but I will yeah, be. Yeah, well, uh, actually, uh, well, I, I, I'm getting one in a couple of weeks, uh, apparently. All around to yours, told. then, is One's it? coming here. 
<laughs> yeah, all round to mine. Um, I will say uh, this: the thing that I found interesting, it, it's uh, and it, uh, um, Vlad was also very clear. You know, he takes a lot of it. He's taken a lot of inspiration from the whole kind of Egan Matrix uh, yeah. sensitivity and the modelling, and 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 it's it's very similar in a way to Rowley and Osmos in this sort of very tiny little movements. I mean, literally, there were. My minute, you know, just a tiny amount of skin touching one of those, and you're getting this. It's extremely, extremely dynamic. Uh, and then when you tap it with your finger, you can op you get these huge tumbral shifts. And it's it's kind of like Osmos in a way. You know, each patch is an instrument which has all sorts of uh, areas, uh, directions it can go with, depending on what expressivity you put into it. So, and also just for the record, it's also got an accelerometer in it as well, which are great. Somehow seems okay in that, but not in the Roland. I don't know why that is. I mean, I, I, it must be some. I know, Gaz. I mean, you you've seen this, haven't you? You did the interview at Superbooth last year with uh, Vlad yeah. on this, and uh, you were raving about it, weren't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, following on from the Osmos, I think you know it, it, it was the most exciting piece of. Uh, you know, a new instrument that I've experienced, you know. And uh, so it's interesting, you mentioned in Egan Matrix and that approach um, does feel like that's where, you know, that's like where we're really at, I think, in terms of those are the most interesting directions. I, for me, is that interface between human expressivity and deep electronic joy. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I think that's another what, title. <laughs> what makes it so nice like when i first saw it it just seemed so jumbled i couldn't quite fathom what was what and I, um vlad is really amazing person to talk to i noticed if you go to the website it says doesn't it um so much it's romantic engineering they call themselves yes um, uh, yeah uh, and you know once i sat behind the soma and my hands just sort of they just fall onto the controls it, it it's really intuitive and actually playing it in a, in some sort of it is it's quite it, it, it does I mean it does it, it's interesting just I mean just coming out fresh because I had a few goes mm. I found it a little more because you've got the sensitivity of both hands so the, the the modifiers are generally on the left hand so you play your notes on the right hand you've got 12 and and that can be split into groups of you know multi timbrality so there can be three of them would be one sound three would be another sound and another, you know or nice. it can be split down. and then the other ones will will have the same level of sensitivity so that level of sensitivity and control in both hands is is quite challenging initially. I imagine you would get more used to it. And obviously, mm -hmm. there's no interfacing in terms of MIDI. They're not interested in that kind of stuff, and that makes sense. But what what I find interesting about this is, you know, there are multiple instruments all heading in this direction, like you say, this extremely yeah. powerful dynamic control of either mm. analog or most. Well, it's mostly software, isn't it? And that's why I we just, need these new protocols. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go, go. yeah I, I just thought though that these are in a way they like they are laptop synths, aren't they? And I mean that like if you if you put that on your on your lap, and then then you could I think. I was thinking that with the with the Roland when we were talking earlier. If you put it on your lap and as you play it, if you just vary your legs a little bit, it's not such a bad idea. So think of it not as a desktop synth, but an actual laptop synth. Um, yeah. And, 
I know that word has been used a little bit before, uh, my, um, but I think with the Soma, if you add it on your lap and then you could use the gyroscope as well, just subtly. I mean, I'm assuming yeah. it's super sensitive. That, yeah, there must be there must be controls for it. With it being wood, you know, I'm a fan. I'm a, I'm a fan of holding wood. I've just got a lovely new Warwick base. Well, it's an old base, but and I love it because it's wood and you can wrap yourself around it. So. This yeah. feels like that as there's, well. It's got that woody feeling. It's uh, yeah, yeah. There's something about it. I, I, I think, uh, I, I think the the smutty minded amongst us will be chuckling away and trying to keep it together after that last statement. But I totally <laughs> get what you're saying. I totally get oh, what you're no. saying. It's, it's a very, it's a, it's a very interesting. Uh, there's a meme there, folks. If anyone wants to grab that, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. a very, it's a very interesting a remix. Um, and a remake yeah it's a really interesting concept and i, I think that's gonna I, I i'm looking forward to trying it out and i think the the thing that's going to be challenging for for well uh, for people is just getting their heads around but the thing is soma soma are one of those companies that seem to have a license to be completely off the wall yeah. and people love them for mm. it whereas other yeah. companies it's just like what the hell are you doing you're crazy you, uh, but they somehow are allowed which is quite it's just weird psychology. I mean, I, I Vlad, like it, but... I, I, Vlad is an artist, isn't he? And he chooses... Uh, uh, he's a multimedia artist, and he's a dancer, yeah. creative dancer. He does all these different things, and, and part of his art is designing synths. And I think that people can... I don't know. You can buy into that. I mean, remember the yeah. video of the pipe when it came out, and you know, two <laughs> flat, and, and you know, it, it's great. I think it's sort of what we want as well out of synths: exciting new worlds, otherworldliness. Yeah, brilliant. Interesting. I mean, I think it depends, though, doesn't it? Because these can be, these can be. I mean, I haven't seen an awful lot of uh, acts featuring the pipe since it was uh, brought out. Maybe that's not important and doesn't really matter. Uh, for those who are interested, actually, uh, Soma will be at uh, Robin Vincent's uh, Molten Music Tech uh, event at Synth East on the is it the eighth of March, uh, the third of March, which this weekend, isn't it? Uh, so you'll be able to get your hands on a Terra there, I believe. They will have one. In fact, I think that. Yeah, I think there is. And then they're going to be at the, there's one in London on the 18th after the weekend after us. There's uh, the Synth Pedal Show, Synth Pedal Expo, and there's going to be one there. I think that's the one I'm going to be getting. If we can get up to that, we'll try and do that. But I just want to say, but yeah, good shout. I think it's an interesting uh, instrument. I'm looking forward to getting my hands on it, but it's going to be, it's a bit like the Lyra. I think with the Pulsar 23, there was enough interface and familiarity with the grid even you know just it could be incorporated into modern music production techniques this will be a little harder because you play it you get it wrong it's there's nothing recorded apart from audio you'll have to do it again and get it right you know which i don't think that, i'm not saying there's anything wrong with i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that but i'm just saying for some people that won't suit the way they yeah. like to work so you know that's but that's okay as well i think Right. Um, okay. Uh, what's next then? I think. I think maybe. God, there's there's so much stuff here. Um, Gaz, I, as I gave, let Paulie choose one. I'm going to let you choose one as well because you may have have a favourite that you want to get to as well. So, uh, um, what, what do you think? What, well, the audio thing thing is really nice, isn't it? And it's super cheap. Um, yeah. Okay. Really, let's do that. Really let's do that. Okay. This is the audio thing texture, which I think is AUV3 and iOS only. This is obviously running in Logic. I mean, not... It's a, it's a granular reverb, right? Whoop-de-doo. I love the interface. 
the thing that I really liked is when he hit, when they hit the, the mid side button, and suddenly this thing it just goes. Ooh, I've never heard that in reverb before. There's, 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 this has got shimmer, granular shimmer type stuff. Uh, it, it's uh, let's see where they do. Yeah, here we go. That's the one. It's like, wow, what's going on there? It's like you're still getting the reverb, but you're not getting, it's not crowding the mix. It's just throwing yeah. it out there. So you're getting the sense of space without it filling the center of the image. And I thought that uh -huh. was, a, you know, it seems like a very simple thing, but also very unique. Gaz, I mean, you, know, you could run this on under Ohm on the, the iPad. You could run mm. it, uh, I guess, on Logic. I mean, PC users and everybody else, sorry, but yeah. that's the thing. What is it? It's like, I can't even remember how much it was. I don't think I even wrote it I think it's on special it's nine something. euros or something. Uh, you know, it's... Yeah, it's, it, uh, I think, do we have it here? Let's have a look. Audio thing, texture, granular reverb. Let's see. Uh, it's on special, uh, on special offer, let me see. Gosh, I'm sorry. I should have said. I should have checked this out. But uh, this is on uh, Tom's excellent blog, Synth Anatomy. Yeah, uh, but it's cheap, isn't it? Mm. It's not expensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, what was really appealing to me, though, in a way, was um, just seeing an interface that you've got just literally a, a few controls, and it's just. Uh, I just my poor brain can't take any more. We can't. <laughs> complex things it's just like, oh that's really nice really really simple yeah. more really. of the nice stuff less of the horrid stuff but yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but i think as well uh granular is just at, at the moment is as i say at the moment it's been a long moment for me but just i uh, just find it the most pleasing thing um mm. I, i've just taken the plunge on the getting the microcosm from uh holograph hologram which is a a granular pedal well it does a lot of things but around sort of granular ideas um i've had it a few days and it's blowing my mind so it, it just feels that sort of granularized granularization is still has a lot to offer i think um it's like the, the lemon drop has proved to be really popular hasn't it the 1010 one the one that you the, the one that you reviewed nick um i believe so yeah i mean i i wonder i mean this is a, this is a thing i would probably go to paulie about because i think maybe what's What's going on here is that uh, I thought I, I could post this, but I, I've broken something. Never mind. The microcosm picture. Sure. I think the reason wavetable synthesis became so popular again is because modern code and modern technology allowed for much more yeah. finer control of the interpolation between the wave samples. So we got sure. these beautiful transitions. And I'm guessing that's the, we're seeing the same benefits in terms of granular for the be able yeah. to crossfade between the grains and, and they yeah. sound more beautiful and less kind of glitchy and less digital. Would you say that was a fair assumption? It, it's definitely a fair assumption because I've got one of the the first ever granular algorithms, which is on one of the old wave boy Ensonic sampler discs where he created weird effects for the the Ensonic samplers and it's quite clicky um so those early attempts at granular synthesis real-time granular synthesis were quite crude in a sense because you need quite a lot of cpu grunts to make a decent density of of grains so but i think that the main thing that's happening now is that the ui is is accessible to people 
You know what right. I mean? Yep. It's it's because there's nicer displays now on some of the instruments where you can actually you know choose your your chunk of sample to to sweep through. But this particular plugin is something that would take me quite a big effects chain to um to do basically i was going yeah. through my head yeah. what i do to make that sound and if i took something like guitar rig which i which i use for effects chains sometimes i'd need some kind of pitched grain delay and a reverb and blah 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 and that sideband stuff probably needs some kind of stereo separation and to have it all there just in one, you know, simple interface is quite appealing. Yeah. So could be something I, remember, I get I'd, from my iPad. I, yeah, good call, good call. Mm. Uh, I, I remember I made I made a shimmer reverb out of the effects blocks in my XR18, which was a yeah. chorus, a pitch shift, and uh, and a and a reverb, and then you just yeah. kind of set the sends so that they go back into each other and you control yeah. the amount of feedback and you can EQ it. And it did take basically three of the four effects inserts to make the uh, make yes. the shimmer uh, because they didn't have one. Uh, I don't, they, might, they might do now. I don't know what the upgrade, uh, not the, whether there's been any more uh, um, effects algorithm upgrades uh, for the, the XR series, but maybe they did. But yeah, nice, yeah. nice. To, uh, uh, this is a nice thing, audio thing. Um, and I think it's, uh, to, is it Tom Whitwell who does uh, audio thing or is it, uh, is it the audio things that, the thing that uh, the, the company that Hi that Heinbach Heinbach has been collaborating collaborating with, yes. isn't it? He that they do the, all the code stuff for him. Yeah, so a uh, good company, good good eggs all round, well worth checking out. Okay, uh, time for a, um, a mention from our friends over at Baby Audio. Baby Audio makes creative effects plugins designed to add colour and depth to your mixes. They won Plugin of the Year 2021 in Future Music and Computer Music Magazine and were nominated for the SOS Awards two years in a row. Why not check out Smooth Operator, a resonance suppression, equalisation and compression plugin that automatically eliminates resonances and muddiness, allows you to shape your track's tonal response while the plugin automatically eliminates resonances in the background. Get 15% off when checking out with the code ST15. And once again, we thank Baby Audio for their continued support of the podcast. Uh, it's much appreciated and helps us uh, keep going and uh, and doing things like emoms and, you know, all of the other stuff that we do, uh, as do our Patreons. Thank you very much to everybody who supports us either through ads or through Patreon or through just watching and uh, saying nice things. <laughs> the rest of you who say nasty things, you can all... <laughs> Go and sit in the corner. Right. Um, <laughs> next, let's see what's what have we got. Uh, I think we probably have to do the Hallian Seven because Hallian Seven yeah. is becoming an a really interesting thing now. Uh, let's press that one. I think we have it. There we go. This is Hallian Seven Steinberg. It's, it's sort of turning new FM zone. It's got now, uh, but it's also got zones for synthesis, uh, wavetable, sample, organ, spectral, synth, and granular gas, which I'm sure you'll be happy with hearing. Um, it's still well. It sounds like it's expensive, but I was looking at it compared to um, I was looking at it compared to Falcon, uh, which is the closest I can get to it really, because Falcon is a very similar thing. It's like an all-encompassing software workstation, which which it. 
Hellion didn't start out that way, but it's become that. It's about 300 euros, 299 UK pounds, something like that. But the thing that's different about it, this obviously via Steinberg, I'm guessing a lot of this FM stuff's come through there uh, because they're owned by uh, F, the mothership F, uh, Yamaha, so they've got access to that <laughs> stuff. But I'm imagining... The other thing that's really important about this is Halion allows you to create player objects. So you can create mm. a whole thing, instrument, sample pack, whatever. You can bundle it up and give it to people or sell it to people without having to pay, like you do with Contact, for instance. If you want to make yeah. a player, something for Contact player, I don't. this may have changed, but it used to be the case. You have to send it off, has to be certified and sorted out by Native Instruments. They charge you a license fee for using the... You don't have to do this with Halion, and this is something that I think is really important now mm. because obviously this will work on Mac and PC. I don't know whether it's AU, V3. Gaz, we did, uh, we've looked at Halion. At Steinberg, yeah. we want to have a look at it again. We, we may well do, um, but... It, it's a very powerful system, right? It is. And one of the things the new update brings is a big interface overhaul, which really... Oh goodness. Bigger, bigger text? Uh, yeah, I think it's scalable. And it also, it's just, it's, it, it just has a much more, more up-to-date look altogether. I think the thing about Halion is it, it had grown, as you say, it had grown from being essentially like a contact, very similar kind of format to contact into this bigger platform and it but it was really still constrained a little bit to to its uh by its its visual and it, it the, the interface yeah. was holding it back should we say so i think that's one of the real biggies with this one um and it is quite overwhelming uh with what you already got so having all this extra stuff i think is really interesting now spectra layers has been a piece of software that um steinberg has been selling and you get like a cut down version of it with cubase it looks to me like the um the spectral aspect there that we saw in um may be coming maybe sort of integrating some of that um spectral layers uh, i think mm. i did a, i did a review of the spectral spectral thing with uh for, for it was mostly designed for drums and transients wasn't it originally is that right the spectral oh, thing that they well it was know, spe not. spectral layers it, it's closest sort of thing really would be uh rx from isotope right um mm. in terms of being able to edit on a spectrogram and being able to do all sorts of stuff really excellent for um take you know extracting vocals out of mixes and and aspects like that in fact that's what you can do with cubase uh you can just do this i mean lots of things seem to happen to have that incidentally have you seen on apple music now if you go into the lyric view there's a little microphone icon and you can take out vocals out of most songs <laughs> wow <laughs> you know and so right. all that is all built in real time and you know they, like if you look at lyrics it, i think it has to be the ones the lyrics it looks it, they light up like karaoke. going hard for the karaoke market are they yeah yeah <laughs> and you've got that little control so it's just interesting seeing how this cutting edge technology has kind of found its way into such a mainstream position anyway i digress um i, I think the having spectra layers kind of stuff that you can do i'm making assumptions here but um will be really interesting from a sample point of view because now oh. uh, isotope have discontinued iris uh, which i think is a real shame ah. um maybe <clears throat> this will be something for people who are interested in that sort of thing you know isolating harmonics from spectral things and using them as oscillators 
Yeah, and, maybe so. Uh, and and then selling them back to us in players, uh, which which that's the interesting thing. I think I, I would like to check that to see if that's still the case. But maybe we'll have a chance to have a look at it. But like you say, the previous interface, there were lots of these little tiny drop down menus that had like the mm. smallest font you could possibly get away with on a <laughs> computer screen. And now that now that we most of us have got uh, um, um, whatever they retinal displays, that is really something really really small. So it's not it can be a bit fiddly, but it's mm. well worth checking out now i think this and uh, because of the player thing and i you know i still think we should probably you know if i was a, an astute business person i would be banging out loads of sonic state sample packs and synth packs via things like this that people could buy but i'm not so maybe someone out there is and <laughs> that's what you should be doing anyway i just thought it was worth uh, worth worth throwing before you go um i can voodoo's just said in the chat room that cubase is 40 percent off today so that's quite big because obviously if you just fancy uh, the cavalierly jumping DAWs in the middle of a week yeah why not why the hell not <laughs> impulse buy it is a biggie yeah <laughs> well yeah. Um, I don't what do you think what do you think uh, um, Paulie I'm still waiting for Nick's PWM sample pack with all of the different yeah, PWMs I... from all of the synths and maybe kind of a stacked mode where there's like 60 oscillators of PWM or something. Um, I, I could call I it all the PWM. Bit, all the PWM belong to Nick. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I looked up a bit of algorithm porn on this. Just to, there's another <laughs> title. There's, um, there's some really unique stuff. So the FM side has eight operators. Not not your measly six from the DX7, and you can load in the FMX um, engines and performances ah, from ooh. the Montage and Modex. Wow! So I was like, right. wow, because some of those are so impressive. You know, um, when I, whenever I I don't have a Montage or a Modex, but ever I listen to that guy, is it Blake Angelos? Is that his name, the Yamaha? Guy? Yeah, yeah, Blake. Yeah. He just totally just plays these amazing sounds. So it's great to have that in software. And I'm kind of excited about the spectral zone because it's got a spectral oscillator with time stretch and resynthesis. And I was reading through it. I was like, this sounds familiar because it's got uh, it. You can you can transform your samples with formant shift, a spectral filter, purity, which kind of sounds a bit sidebandy and inharmonicity. And I was like, they basically made. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> They've basically made, made a plug-in, a plug-in of the Roland V synth. That's basically oh, what they've done. So I watched a demo. Yeah. I watched a demo, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, this sounds so much like when I when I put like a a sample in my Roland V synth." So there we go. Um, I think it's yeah, incredible nice. just to chuck chuck these amazing synth features on what is essentially started out as a, a bit of a sample playback plug-in. Maybe it's we should uh, we should get bring you in if we're going to look at Hallion. Maybe we should ask you to look at the uh, certain a couple of the modules for us as part of that. Sure, that would be really sure. Good. <laughs> Late entry uh, in the what my PW instead of all PWM, it could be P Ken Lewis is saying P PWM gasm. Yeah, it could work. Could work. And if it if it was spelt G A Z M, we, we we could involve you somehow in it as well, guys. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's getting a bit seedy there. <laughs> it is, yeah, isn't I it? Think you're right. Don't you let, don't lend your name to it, guys. Don't let him force no. you into it. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, go on, go on, go on. Uh, yeah, you do it. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do the graphics. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm it'd just be fun. your face uh, so- going, ooh. <laughs> be your face going ooh on the cover yeah there are a number of memes of me with that face actually uh, yeah. uh, when I'm doing that kind of thing from the thousands of uh, uh, Sonic Labs and, and for That's those of you who haven't checked out synth. Uh, synth synth memes yeah exactly uh, well it, actually that's I was getting a bit of that from the uh, third wave thing I mean that honestly the low sure. end out of that is oh. insane I've never I, mm. I haven't heard anything like that for a long and I don't know what's I think it's got um, the 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 third wave has got uh, analog filters and whatever they're doing topography wise to get the signal into there it's got Mm. a really yummy kind of really gloopy low end it sounds really nice actually Uh, anyway more on that to come Uh, we'll have to check that one uh, out okay right um uh oh gosh we're we're getting we're getting there i'm going to save the four track studio because um chicky brought that up and he was he was really interested mm. in that so uh, i think maybe he can come back and join us i'm not sure he might be leaving the country soon so we'll have to see but uh uh what's the other one um I, 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 well i mean we should really just because it's such a big deal in in the world of performing nord stage four this has just come out i mean nord still have pretty much all of the stage keyboard stuff you ever see live on tv god this is cheese but yeah nord stage four obviously essentially a performance keyboard but with uh synth engine it's got a whole bunch of stuff the 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 thing that's really nice about it uh, as well is people swear by the keybed it's got a thing they've redesigned the keybed it's now got triple sensor hammer action keybed with aftertouch so um that's new is it still the king of the category i suppose we're trying to find that i like this music okay that's fine you go first then (laughs) Uh, <laughs> I, want an, I want 100 words on why this music is good by the end of oh, the no! Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, uh, all the professional bands that I pretty much do uh, play in and have done for years, it, it's Nord, Nord, Nord all the time, and the stage and the electro mainly. Um, so the new stage, very significant. Um, uh, I think what Nord have pro- proved over years is that uh that their that their keyboards are very much gig worthy you know and well yeah. uh, uh, their gig bags however are absolutely terrible so uh <laughs> unfortunately there's uh, every everyone i know who's had a gig bag they just terrible fall to bits but the synths themselves thankfully do not um the uh the the sound of them they, I mean, I just—it's almost—they're just so omnipresent in my world. Mm. Uh, I don't mean to be rude. I just find it hard to get that excited by because I just know it's going to be excellent, and um, and and they've—they know what they're going for as well, and they—they've they, got these established lines, um, and this is going to just be. It's going to be super successful, and I don't know, really great. I mean, brilliant. What, what's the what's the new stuff on this one? It's yeah. got the uh, maybe it, I, uh, it's got one. more synth. It's got more synth engines, hasn't it? It's got. Yeah, uh, right. I think it's got four synth engines plus the organ part plus the piano part. Uh, I, I, I'm yeah. not sure. That, and also, they they're still using their compressed sample thing, so they you could pile loads of stuff. They are, however, and continue to be really kind of quite wincy in terms of price the 88 will cost you 
four and a half thousand quid. Yeah. Which yeah, I mean, I, I, that sounds like a lot of money, but I suppose for an instrument of of quality pro, and, and, and you know, yeah, I mean, professional yeah. instrument, you know, yeah, a professional instrument. Okay. And, yeah. yeah. I don't know. You're a yeah. player, though, Paulie. What have you played? Any of the stage stuff or any of the Nord things? What do you think of the the action? The only Nord I have is a delightful little Nord G1, just here, which I absolutely ah. adore. It's from like 1997 or so, and it's uh nord modular um thing that i had it using an old windows laptop and uh and it's a great fun because everything runs at 96 kilohertz so you can modulate anything with anything but this one interested me because they've basically put a nord wave 2 in there um so aside from the piano yeah, and the right. organ yeah. stuff which is great for your bread and butter you know um band situation uh, the oscillator types, they've got analog, some digital waves, they've got FM, um, and things like uh, little waveform options like uh, shapers on the sign, super waveform sync, bell waves. And they've also got ring mod in there, which uh, it's kind of like my mm. version of your PWM, Nick. I like anything with ring mod on it. Um, <laughs> right. So there's, and there's three oscillators. So there's some definite, um, there's depth, isn't there? Yeah. There's depth. And I think, you know, it'll do quite a lot of bands. Good. You know, maybe the record company buys the, the keyboard player this because they think that's what everyone uses. That keyboard player will get access to some quite unusual sounds. Um, basically, which is good. I'd yeah, still that's buy a good something. Bit. I'd still buy something like a, if I was going to do like, you know, big gigs or something, I'd buy like a big Korg Kronos 88 probably or something like that, you know, right. or a montage or something like that. With I suppose the thing, yeah, because some, exactly, some of the but, big workstations, well, and also you can play back stems, you can kind of trigger, yes, you know, there's, in terms of like your, your MD scenario or I'm a keyboard player, what do you want me to do? I Hire me for the session or to play live. Yeah, we need but, you to play some backing vocals or whatever it may be that, you know, that, 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 I guess the Nord won't do that, I suppose. Not to the same degree, anyway. They, they've steadfastly Ooh. stuck with that colour scheme as well, which has really yeah. worked in their favour, hasn't it? You know, just... They've I'd like to see a, a, a custard yellow one. I think that would be quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Moore, who plays in the Charlotte Church Pop Dungeon, he's painted his Nord black because <laughs> he didn't like the colour. And so I've not, <sighs> never seen anyone else with it. And it's all painted, all the black paint is all flaked off now, so it's all got like little red wounds all over it. It looks great. <laughs> oh, wow, that sounds Relic. That sounds brilliant. Huh? Relic, Relic of Relic Nord. Relic wow, synths, yeah, okay. is that going to be a thing? Well, isn't it actually, is, is it Hagstrom? Is that the, the, the um, Scandinavian guitar company that yeah. that, um, that they they uh, specialised in, in really beautifully beaten up tellies and the Stratocasters? Um, that, uh, all, that guy who basically plays in every single uh, Scandinavian band that's ever on uh, uh, your, um, you know, Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah. <laughs> he always plays one of those, you know, and he's that guy, <laughs> impossibly good looking, fantastic guitarist, and he plays those and his guitars look fantastic. So, yeah, you could, maybe you could get Hagstrom to relic your Nord 
stage. That would be now. There, there, there's a there's a custom option. That would be pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. Right. Anyway, um, look, I'm sorry we're not going to get time to do any questions this week. We haven't had a lot in. Uh, I'm assuming this has worked in, uh, uh, but uh, just purely because I I have to shoot off and I've got to get this up uploaded before because uh, I'm not going to be back in Bath till tomorrow night. But um, are you streaming tonight, Gaz? Have you got anything on the go or um, what's happening in live channel? It's not a challenge oh. to say you have to, but you know, if you are, no, you can um, let us know. Well, yeah, um, um, shall I? I? I didn't. I didn't plan on. No, I'm not going to. I'm not going to because I'm. I mean, I'm in. I'm in rehearsal mode at the moment, so I'm going to keep in that zone. Uh, I'm playing actually on Saturday as part of Synth East. So I don't know. Yes. I'm sure everybody's aware of that. But the, I know the daytime tickets are sold out, but I think there might be some tickets left for the evening performances. Finley Shakespeare is going to be performing. This is Robin Vincent's yeah. event in uh, Norwich Art Centre. It's going to be on Saturday. It's Wish yeah, I could really go. look forward to it. Uh, so I'm going to be taking part in the patch challenge in the daytime, and that's going to be fun. Oh. What's happening there is there's six of us, and we're going to draw our names out of the hat, and we're going to be having we're going to then perform with that person who we're drawn against. Um, so that's going to be quite curious. I mean, if it's if I get drawn against Steve Davis, that'll be cool because I've played with Steve a lot, but. Um, uh, Sam Battle, look, Mum, no computer is going to be taking part in that as well. Uh, well, no, all of his stuff's non-standard, though. How are you going to interface with it? It's going to have to have uh, all this converted. Well, <laughs> I, I, oh God, I hope I get drawn with him. I'd love, I'd love that. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be happening through the daytime. Uh, lots of lots of exhibitors are going to be there as well. So I'll be keeping an eye out for what's going on. And then, yeah, and then in the night, it's a bit more of a traditional concert, I suppose. Um, so I think the tickets for that. Um, but it'd be nice to you know, come and say hello if any of you make it. It'd be great. So that's, yeah, this Saturday. Yeah, we were going to, and we were going to try, I don't know if we'll be able to do this, but we're going to try and do a little bit of a kind of live hookup with you, uh, show us round. Um, if you get time, I'll ping you in the morning and see how that goes because uh, I don't know yeah. how my weekend is going to be yet. I, it's certainly not going to be tidying up after my daughter because she's gone. So uh, that's not, <laughs> that's not going to be an issue. Um, but yeah, okay. Well, I'll ping you about that and we'll see how that goes. But yes, yeah, so good, good shout out. I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, and Paulie, uh, how about yourself? Yes. What's what's next for you? Have you finished um, your film yet? Not finished it yet. We're we're doing a rough cut of episode two now, which is going to be all about pinball. So that's going to be fun. Um, before I go, I just wanted to say um, it's been great being on the show with you, Gaz, because um, I've considered you a genius ever since you loaded samples of the Triorki male voice choir into a novation Whoa. circuit. And I was like, that guy is wild. Who does that? <laughs> so it's been, that. been a fan for quite some time. So it was great, Yay. great being on. Oh, lovely. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Big, big Digitact update, isn't there? That's just dropped just this yeah, afternoon. Yeah, just come out. Yeah, yeah. just dropped out. So yeah. Worth Fantastic mentioning. Again, and I, I, that's, yeah, that's definitely worth mentioning. Was it version 1.5? or I, I did, I got the email literally just before I came on. Anything specific? Yes. So, I mean, the Digitact, you know, a fantastic unit. Uh, the one thing that I felt with it was, it was, it, it, if only it had time stretching and now it has. They, they're bringing the engines uh, idea into I'll it. Oh, do two so, new engines. Yes, yes. Four, four. Well, yeah. So you got like, so you can choose four engines. You've got like a repitch engine for, for the way it handles samples, a, um, wow. uh, a, a kind of, time stretch one and then what's the other two i can't remember um i, I think one is just a one shot and then 
but nice. The thing about the dig attack is that it 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 just manages just to do everything it does so well and so fluid. It's become, I think, a modern, an absolute modern classic. Uh, and this update now is is just what it needed. So well done, Electron. Oh, nice. Yeah, that'd be good. Oh, and if you're interested in drum machines and you want to check out the Korg Drum Log, which is not a modern classic as in, in the same way, I would say, but uh, see what I thought about it. That's a review I posted uh, earlier this week, I believe. Uh, was it earlier this week? I can't even remember. It's, the time has kind of uh, stretched itself. Anyway, folks, thank you so much. Uh, no, uh, what's the button I press? I can't. Oh, yeah, there is that one, isn't it? Thanks ever so much for joining us. Uh, that was uh, Sonic Talk 674. Or eight. Hopefully, uh, we'll see you all next time. Don't forget, check out uh, a live stream next uh, Saturday as well. Gaz will be playing. And um, cheers, Paulie. Cheers, Gaz. See you all next time. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Bye bye.